you have the business you want, or is it driving you crazy? A recent survey said 70% of business owners are dissatisfied with some aspect of their business. That's why we created Driving Biz, the number one source of business information. We have the leading experts from around the world as guests each week. So enjoy and love your business. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is Kevin Koskela, and he's an online entrepreneur, an Amazon best-selling author with experience as a business owner, a writer, a podcast host, an investor, and freedom ambassador. And I'd like to emphasize the last one. He turned his love for freedom into an online business in 2003 and became location independent and has traveled to over 50 countries. He is currently helping other online entrepreneurs with their WordPress websites with his businesses. He has a business called Work Hero and hosts his weekly podcast, Freedom Loving, discussing the inner game of freedom and how to travel in a chaotic, unfree world. His latest book, The Rebel's Guide to Freedom, is about embracing your inner rebel and connecting with your true self to help build an abundant, free world from the ground up. Welcome, Kevin. Thanks, Dr. Laika. It's great to be here. So how did you get on this journey of being, uh, you know, independent of your location? Yeah, well, I grew up uh, with a globe. You see the the map behind me. I'm obsessed with, you know, kind of travel different parts of the world, uh, seeing different parts of the world. And, uh, you know, when I got out of school and I was kind of looking for what I wanted to do, nothing really made sense in terms of like the corporate world and getting stuck into some sort of career where I had to be in one place for the rest of my life or something like that. And uh, so after some trials and errors in uh, different uh, things like that, um, I started looking at going more independent and Okay, so it looks like my microphone, something happened. Okay, um, so I started looking at becoming uh, more independent and having uh, being able to be a little more free in my life. And that's where I started to look at online businesses and like, you know, maybe that's something that, it, that could get me more freedom that it would allow me to travel um, and not just be stuck in one place and living the, you know, the office life or the cubicle life or something like that. So where did you travel to first? Where Where did you make your jump from from? the United States onward. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, as a kid, I, you know, I went on some trips with my parents and things like that and um, really didn't do a lot of international travel, but went to a few, a few spots. And um, you know, as I got, as I got older and, and sort of uh, sort of looked at the, the world and, you know, where do I want to go? Um, for me, it was, I, I grew up in California and I always loved it there. I loved California. I thought it was amazing. So I didn't really want to leave that Valley, but I took a trip to Europe um, right out of school and uh, it just opened up my mind and it opened me up to just all kinds of like different ways of living and um, different foods and cultures. And I, I just thought that, that, you know, this is something I want to experience a lot. Now, it took me a while to get back out there and, and travel. But um, the next place I went 
was uh, internationally was uh, Australia actually because I was a little bit uh, I was a little bit intimidated of going to places that I didn't speak the language. So I um, took a trip to Australia and, you know, spent a, a good like two and a half months there. And, you know, I thought, well, it's, you know, it's similar to American culture and it's, it's, uh, but it's different enough to where it'd be a whole different experience. So yeah, that's kind of where I started. And then um, it took me a while to really get, get up the courage to start going to places where, you know, I don't, I don't really know what's there. I don't speak the language and sort of, sort of, you know, going into it as a, as an unknown. That's huge. Now, you started with a business called Work Hero. What exactly is this business and how can it be independent of any location you're working in? Yeah. So actually, I, when I started my online career, I was, t- I was coaching and teaching swimming. That was, that was kind of like what I was doing to, to make some money. And it was also something I was really passionate about. So I turned that uh, into a business online. And um, what I was, I started with selling eBooks. And then um, eventually I turned that ebook into a DVD. So I was selling DVDs online and then eventually turned that into a membership site. So all of it, that, that whole business was, I was able to do that online. I could, I could work from anywhere and uh, took advantage of that. I started taking advantage of that. And um, so I, you know, I basically like would have members that would pay me either monthly or, or yearly uh, to be a part of my, uh, to be a part of my site. And then I would teach them, you know, how to get faster at swimming, how to get better at swimming. And we had all these different uh, programs and techniques and, and things to, to teach them. And it was just an international audience. So didn't have to be, you know, you know, I stopped doing the on the in-person lessons and moved to that. So I started that, you know, that was, that started way back in 2003. And then I got used to that sort of lifestyle. And then uh, from that, I started looking at um, kind of building an agency and that agency turned into Work Hero, which what we do is we help businesses with their WordPress websites um, in terms of uh, supporting tasks and also building websites and, you know, pretty much anything they need that's WordPress related. And that's a platform that's a, um, an online platform where you can build businesses. So there's a lot of demand out there for it. And so now I have, uh, I have customers mostly in the U S um, but I can, I can live anywhere. Uh, I don't have to be in any one location and my team is remote. So I have people in the Philippines and in Latin America that, that work for us. And, um, it works out pretty well because we can cover all the time zones and, um, you know, make sure we're, we're, we're doing all the work that's necessary. How is it to work with teams in other countries? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's a little bit of an adjustment because I, there's, the, I, I went through all different, different kinds of uh, setups with both businesses. And I've tried working with people in India, and um, there's just not a really good cultural, cultural fit with India and America. So uh, eventually I landed on the Philippines and that, that there is a very good cultural fit um, where they speak, uh, they're, they're, they're fluent in English. It's their second language. So everybody, almost everybody in the Philippines knows English. And it's also like, uh, they're generally very easy to work with. And then it's just a matter of finding, you know, people that have the talent that you're looking for and kind of matching it up. And then of course the cost of living there is so much less than it is here. So, uh, so that works out really well. And um, the tricky parts are like, you know, they're the complete opposite schedule from us. Like they're going to bed when we're getting up. So it's like from here in Austin, it's about, I think it's 12 hours most of the years, the 12 hour difference. So, so it's, you know, the direct opposite, but the the interesting thing is they actually work. A lot of them work at night because they have um, 
you know, they're used to working for American companies. So they're, they're used to working this time zone and they work at night and some of them work during the day. Um, but you know, it's like, it's kind of up to them and the way we do our, the way work era is set up, they can work whenever they want. So we don't, we don't have necessarily an assigned schedule, so it's up to them. And, um, as long as they are able to do the tasks that, that, that they need to do, then everything works. So, yeah, I mean, I would say it takes a little bit of adjustment to say, you know, like I'm working with people in, in, uh, Philippines, Brazil, and Argentina, and to, to be, you know, kind of on top of all that. But then you also learn to delegate and you learn to let go of, you know, any sort of like, um, uh, propensity to, to overmanage, you know? So it's like, you're kind of giving people a little more of their own, like letting them be responsible for their own, uh, work life and whatever their uh, responsibilities are. That's huge. And, and I think your job is mainly as an overseer. Am I not correct? Yeah, I, you know, and I try to run this business um, as mu- as little as possible where I there where the company relies on me. So so I I I do the sales and I do uh, some of the marketing right now. But um, as far as like managing, um, I I I try to use uh, methods that are there's something called the teal method, which is uh, where you're letting everyone be self-managed as much as possible. So instead of just, you know, everybody has a boss and everybody has, you know, like you have to report to me and I tell you what to do, you know, I kind of give you the guidelines and this is the job. And then it's up to you as, uh, you know, whatever your job is, it's up to you to do it. And then I can be there for questions and things like that. But I, but I try to let as little, um, or I try to give as much power to my workers as possible. And that has worked really well for, you know, creating freedom, you know, so that I'm not like thinking I have to manage everybody and tell them, you know, at every point during the day of what, what needs to happen. And that then it also allows it allows them to have some independence within, within their job. So they're not always relying on their manager or me or somebody. Now you shared with me before we were online that you're going to Brazil soon. Why Brazil? Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting path because I was traveling for years and I went to uh, Europe a few times. I went to Asia a few times and I've been all over the States and up to Canada and, you know, Mexico and all this. Um, and I, and I never really thought I would go to Brazil because they don't speak English in Brazil. And that was the first thing It's like, there's no English. So, uh, it was kind of low on my list, but then when I started work hero, it was actually with somebody who listened to my podcast who lived in Brazil, lives in Brazil. And, um, he had reached out to me like a couple of years prior and we had been, um, I had hired him to do some work for me for another, for my other business. And then we just got to know each other, became friends. And then when I started work hero, um, he offered to be my partner and I said, sure. And it was like a really good fit. I mean, he's the, is like the perfect, he's a young guy and has the right skills. And, um, yeah, it seemed, it seemed like a great fit. So we became partners without even meeting in person. And so a couple of years went by and then COVID hit. And, um, it turns out that COVID, uh, with an American passport, I could go to Mexico and I could go to Brazil. And that's about it. Like there wasn't any, there weren't a lot of countries that were open during, uh, during 2020. But uh, so I, and I'm being the avid traveler that I, that I am, um, I wasn't going to let this pandemic stop me from getting out there. So I, um, I booked a ticket to Brazil and I finally got to meet my partner. That's, that's, that was you know, one of the purposes of going was to, to meet up and, 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 and chat. And then um, I, I also met a woman down there. So I started a relationship down in Brazil and we've somehow been able to keep it going, uh, you know, like partly long distance, partly me going to Brazil on a regular basis. 
and then partly meeting in uh, Mexico. That's interesting. Which part of Brazil are you going to? It's called Florianopolis. It's uh, southern Brazil. Okay. So, and and also the nice thing about this is you can go where the climate is nice too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's I can have the endless summer. I've always I always dreamed of that. I, I grew up in California. I love the warm weather and uh, didn't didn't really want to you know have winter. If I could avoid it, I would just skip winter. I know I know you up there in Alberta. It's uh, not exactly a pleasant you know, a few months of the year, but. Well, the um, good thing is we have the seasons and the good thing is we can escape the seasons by traveling to someplace nicer for a couple of, for at least a while to break it up into manageable bites. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's the beauty of having the freedom, you know, like you can, you can kind of chase somewhere if you want, or you can have the seasons, you can do it however you want to do it. You don't have to be stuck somewhere. I remember when I was in my twenties, I visited uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and um, I actually kind of liked it, but there was a lot of people I met there that were, they were like, we just hate it. We just hate it here. It's just, it's awful because the weather there, it's not just that it's cold in the winter. It's, uh, it's never sunny. Like they, they do not get much sun uh, for about six months of the year. It's just pretty much dark and cloudy. And, uh, and it's like, you know, a lot of them th- were, were under this assumption that, well, they can't, I can't leave. This is where I live. I, I can't go anywhere. And so it's like, but you can, you know, you, everybody has the freedom to do that if they really want it. You know, the beautiful thing about where I live, it does have cold, Mm -hmm. but there's sun every day. So it'll be a beautiful, cold, sunny day. So if you dress for it, it's actually not a bad day to be in. I I feel the same. I I, I live in uh, central Texas and it's it's almost always sunny here. Now, we get some heat in the summer and it can get quite it can get up there. But at the same time, it's like. It's like 300 something days a year is sunshine. And that's that's to me the most important thing. Yeah, I think so. Sunshine is something that is greatly underestimated as a drawing power for wherever you you want to be. Yeah. Now, let's get into your business a bit more. Tell me if you're recommending to a person to be in an independent uh, of location business, what should a person do? Yeah, that's a great question because uh, there's so many different directions you can go. And a lot of people will say, well, you got to follow your passion, right? You know, if you can follow your passion, you're just, you're never going to work a day in your life. And there's all these cliches around that. And I think there's something to that. I don't think it's, it's something that I, I think definitely you want to be excited about your work. Um, if you're not excited, it's good. It's not going to go very far. You know, you're going to burn out and you're going to quit and you're going to get discouraged. So it has to be something that you're interested in at some level. I don't think it needs to be your ultimate passion. I think like for me, one of my passions is travel and, and, and seeing new places. And so what can allow me to do that? That is also interesting in itself, not necessarily my number one you know, passion above all things, but something that is interesting enough. And so what, it, what, what I did, and I can say that this is something that I would recommend to a lot of people is that I became excited and passionate about business itself. And so the business that I'm in now is a, is a WordPress support business. Now I've used WordPress a lot and I know a lot about it, but it wasn't, that wasn't my passion at any point along the way, but I got, I got really excited about being able to build a business and being able to build teams and, you know, having, you know, running it the way I want to run it and then making it profitable giving people jobs, like all these things were really exciting to me. And then, you know, having the, the, uh, the revenue be kind of the scorecard rather than, 
Um, you know, like I didn't start it with like, I'm going to rely on this, on this income. I started with like, this is the scorecard. Like, how well am I doing? Am I, are we improving, you know, every month or every few months? And then, so that was sort of what I, what I got interested in. And, you know, it kind of depends on your level. Like, I think that there's, there's a, uh, a way to do this where you just go into, your thing, you know, maybe you're really interested in nutrition and you can teach people around you how to, you know, eat better and have a better life that way. And, and, and maybe that's what, just what you do. Cause you're, that's what you, that's what you like to do. But there's also a case to be made for starting at a lower level, like just saying, okay, what, what needs are there out there for people that run online businesses? Um, everybody needs SEO or search engine optimization. And there's lots of things that you can do within SEO that you can just get started. You could start earning money like tomorrow with just a, learning a few things and being able to help people with that. Like, for example, um, at one point I decided to start, uh, I like writing. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm a really big fan of, of writing. So I, I decided to start ghostwriting for people. Now I had no experience doing that, but I started reaching out to everyone, everyone I knew. Do you need a ghostwriter? Do you need anything? And somebody said, yes. So I started working for this guy and getting paid to write articles. And um, it was fun. It was like, I could spend my morning writing articles and the rest of my day on my business. So I was doing this just for fun, just to, just to get some experience writing, but that's something that anybody could do, you know, just, it's just, it's just a matter of getting out there and, and saying, okay, I, I'm going to fulfill this need in the marketplace. And I, I, maybe you have to learn a few things, but oftentimes it's just a matter of like getting out, you know, finding the right people that, that have those needs and going, Hey, I can, I can do this for you. That, that's huge. So sometimes it's, it's finding your passion. Sometimes it's finding a niche. Sometimes it's yeah. finding that something unique to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and the thing, I think that the other thing that I want to say here is that um, it, chasing money is, is not a really good strategy. It's like, if you want to, if you want to add more freedom to your life, I think it's, it's, it's good to, to kind of check your ego. And, you know, if you can get by with less for a while, then that's going to ultimately result in more freedom. So uh, you can start with something that, you know, maybe you have, a, you, it gives you more freedom and you're making less money with the idea that you're going to make more money eventually. But, um, but, you know, taking, taking a step back is, is often a good way to go. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. And I, I think what you're saying is important. Now, we're getting close to the end here. And this show is about driving business. What would you say are the most important drivers of business in, in this decade? Well, uh, you know, I think, you know, based on my experience, it's a, a lot of it is how connected you are. I mean, I hate to say like, it's like, you know, it's all about your connections, but uh, with starting a business and running a business and being able to grow that business, it's, it's people that are going to make the difference. So, um, it, you know, how, how connected are you? Um, how, how much can you reach out to somebody and, you know, in your circles and your network and get help with things? I mean, it, that, um, that just becomes so important. And then I would say just education. I mean, it's, it's just educating yourself, um, being able to say, okay, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how to connect to this, this uh, software with this other program and make this, okay, but can I learn it? And most of the time, you know, in this day and age, the answer is yes, you can learn anything. So there was, there was someone that was, I can't remember where I heard this, but it was something about anything is learnable. And, and that's true to a certain point. I mean, 
um, within the online business world, you can, you can go on YouTube and learn so many things. And it's, it's, um, and it gives you a lot of power and it gives you the ability to be able to grow and, and, you know, go from just this little tiny business to suddenly having a team. That's huge. Is there any advice would you give to a person that wants to follow in your footsteps? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, uh, okay, so there's a couple of things that come to mind. One is patience. Um, in business, things never, ever, ever happen as fast as you think they're going to. No matter how much of a sure thing something might seem like, it's always going to take a lot longer. And that took me a while to really to kind of accept. Like I would come up with an idea and I go, okay, I'm going to put this in and then it's going to be, you know, right away it's going to work. And that has just never been the case. I, it's always been like a long process of growth. And I think that what's, ha- what's helped me a lot is to learn how to be patient with things, learn how to say, okay, got this idea and we're, we're going to start implementing it and let's just see how things go next month, the month after, the month after, you know, and, and at some point you'll probably see some return for it, but it's not going to be, you know, an instant overnight. There's no overnight success. I mean, there are overnight successes, but they're so rare and it's so, and to, to compare yourself with other people, um, you know, to, to look at these, these, um, uh, entrepreneurs that are just skyrocketing and like saying, Oh, I, you know, I started this business and a year later I was making a million dollars a year. It's like, that is like the 0.00001% of business, the you know, people that start businesses. So yeah. I think that's, that's a really important thing to keep in mind is, is like, um, have patience and then just don't, don't do the comparison game. Like just do your thing and be satisfied with, with growth. Like you have a little bit of growth and then you can build on that and get some momentum. And I think momentum is what's going to carry you through, not, not saying, oh, look at that guy. He's doing so much better than me. And, you know, I, I, I should be doing, I should be doing all these things that I'm not. And just, you know, just have that, that level of, of, you know, being satisfied and celebrating the little victories and then, and then getting the momentum to move forward. Well, that's huge, Kevin. How can people find out more about you and the profit or the things you offer and even about your podcast? Yeah, the best place is to go to my website, freedomlovin.com. That's loving without the G at the end, freedomlovin.com. And you, you can subscribe to my, my podcast there and you can check out my book and, and get into my network. And yeah, I'd love to hear from anyone that's listening as to what their, what their thoughts on freedom are. Sounds wonderful, Kevin. Thank you for being here today. Thanks, Dr. Like. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, it was a great time being on your show. And ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out my website as well, Dr. Alan Leica, that's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com. On my website, you'll get a free golden pearl a week if you sign up for it. And be sure to check out the other services I offer, because I'm sure I can help you in some other aspects of your life or your business. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed Driving Biz, where you get the advice of the leading experts of the world. If you want more, you need to join the number one community for business owners, NoBull.Biz. And for a limited time, you can join at a discounted rate. To learn more, go to NoBull.Biz. NoBull.Biz.